fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to the final episode of this our series on why do the wicked prosper? And sometimes the righteous seem to stumble and fall and don't seem to really get on quite well. We're looking at Psalm 23, give us an expose on how to handle the thoughts and the idea of the wicked seeming to prosper and to do well in life and the righteous really struggling through. And we've seen a lot of things about their positions, their status of the wicked who are prospering, who are going on. And, and we see the struggle of the righteous and the godly trying to interpret and find out the meaning of all this stuff. The question now is that we read that Psalm 23 last time and we read verse 16 and verse 17. It says this, when I thought how to understand this struggle, it was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their end. Let's look at that end for the wicked and for the righteous. This is what the next verse says, verse 18 says, Surely, God, you set them in slippery places. You cast them down to destruction. Oh, how they are brought to desolation as in a moment. Amazing. Now, if you study history and look back, you will see that all these men that have been seeming to do well, prosper and wicked, they just, like that, they're out, they're gone. I can give you two examples in Africa. Mugabe and Abacha. These were two major ferocious masters and oppressors in Africa. And like that, they're gone. You see, those are, those are the ones that we can even see on the news. But this takes place regularly that we don't notice all around us. When they fizzle out, they don't go on the news. But when they are big and mighty and their mouth speaking and wagging their tongues all over the earth, we all hear about that. But he said, in a moment, they are gone. They are utterly consumed with terrors. Did you get that? I mean, I mean, God is saying that, yeah, you may look at them as if they are having track record. But you know what? The last end of the game, when the final whistle is blown, they don't seem to amount to much. Interesting. Get that into your system. Don't measure what you see by what you see. Anybody who is watching a match knows that at the end of the game, that's when we can't score, the final score. That's what matters. And the final score is against the wicked. The final score is against the ungodly. The gone, the flash in a moment, they are brought to destruction. They are on a slippery place. We may not see that at this moment in real time, but let's look at the story. Let's look at history. Let's look at how it all pans out. And this way it pans out. They are consumed. They are brought down to desolation. And they are down to destruction because they are on a slippery place. Now, Interesting. Let's look at the conclusion. This is what Bible said about them in Psalm 73 verse 20. He said, as a dream when, uh, when one awakes, so Lord, when you awake, you shall, you shall despise their image. All their, who they are, their status, their stuff. He said, they're like when you wake up from a dream, they're gone. So they're living a dream, not in reality. You know, if you are hungry, you can sleep at night and dream you're you are having food and you are eating. But that dream is not real. You know, when you wake up in the morning, your stomach is growling and look, I'm hungry. So these guys are living a dream. They're not living reality. Because reality is the fact that 
God is the title of the universe and ultimately decides and determines our lives according to his righteousness and justice. Now, we've said all this. Let's come back to you as a person who is trying to find your way through life. You're a Christian, you're a child of God. What, what would be your response to all this? I, I, like, I love what this man said after he saw the end of the wicked in verse 21, Psalm 73. He said this, Thus my heart was grieved, and I was vexed in my mind. I was so foolish and ignorant. I like a beast before you. Interesting. Wow. When you notice what you have been trying to do with your own emotional life and getting so bothered about this matter, if you see what God has planned, what God has set up as justice and righteousness, you see yourself as a fool, actually. Why, why, why are you doing that? It's like somebody who is heading toward destruction and you are envying the person. You're bound to be a fool. <laughs> somebody who is about to you know, die next minute and you're looking at his golden wristwatch. <laughs> you know, I mean, his life is gone. And so, please, don't be grieved and don't be vexed in your mind. To do that is tantamount to being a fool. Don't be foolish. Don't let the prosperity of the wicked carry you away. It's for a time and the moment is gone. So what I do right now, let me give you this as a close on this episode. Nevertheless, verse 23 says, Nevertheless, I'm continually with you. You hold me by my right hand. You'll guide me with your counsel and afterward receive me to glory. So you, you, God has a person. God has a goal for you. God has a desire. At the final whistle, you will enter into glory. If you are godly, if you are living with God, if you are righteous, God is going to hold your hand right through. God's going to keep you going. You may have little. Even the book of Psalms says that the little of the righteous is more than the many revenues of the wicked. So don't forget that. And I close like this. This man, after hearing all this, you know, you know his conclusion, verse 25, he says, Whom have I in heaven but you? And there's none upon earth that I desire beside you. So let's desire God. Let's not desire the prosperity of the wicked. Let's not desire the, the, the seeming abundance that goes nowhere. And maybe you are feeling right now. Let me conclude like this. Verse 26, something 3 says this. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. I love that. Say that with me. God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And my portion is good. Not only this world, but in the world to come. Godliness is profitable unto all things. Promising for this life, for the life to come. Great. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Really good.